Hey, welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with Janet Uribe and Karen Stultz. And we're here to talk about wholeness and how we all have a right to feel whole, no matter what may be going on and offering you tips and tricks of how to feel whole, even though sometimes strange things might happen that keep you from feeling whole. And, and uh, Janet, you know, we were just talking a little bit earlier about uh, a friend of mine who said she was afraid of doing some things that allowed in the spiritual guides, guardians, angels. She wasn't really afraid of them, but she was afraid that if she opened the door to having um, contact with them, it also opens the door to the dark energies that are out there. And, you know, those energies that are make you feel badly about yourself and, and, and help you create that self-doubt in you and, and just feeling miserable. And I, I actually experienced it just before we hopped on today. But the, it's so interesting how, what are your thoughts about that? Because really the, the, we've talked about it before, the negative, the positive, whatever that means, it, it's a polarity and, and we have the ups and downs and whatnot. But if we would prefer not to have, when we open the door to divine guidance and love, we also open the door to the possibilities of dark energies showing up. Um, I don't know, some people call them entities, but whatever. I like that you called it energy though. Call it entities, call it energy, call it vibration. Mm -hmm. All the same. I mean, think of it this way. And I think it's fascinating that you're saying that because I can't tell you how many fellow moms or people I've met along the way. And, you know, first they're like, oh, I really like, I like Janet. She's interesting. She doesn't give a fuck about what anyone says. I mean, I do sometimes, let's be honest, but um, I, I want to get to know her. And then I'm like, well, let me tell you a little bit about me. Oh, mm, mm. yeah. Yeah. We can't go there. It's fascinating to me because it is a polarization. It's fascinating because polarization keeps coming up as themes repeatedly, right? Where like here in this arena, in this podcast. But the idea being this, my friends, there's so much judgment on everything that is. So just as diverse as we are here on this planet, on this earth, it's even way more diverse outside of here. So the humans got to learn how to get along here so that we can also learn how to get along with all that is outside of us. But there's negative energies within beings and humans here. Yeah. There's positive. There's fluctuations of that. Uh, food. Go. I was just, you know, I know we mentioned earlier the grocery store at one point we were talking about, you know, when you go to the grocery store, think about how many things there are with every single carrot, pea, 
peach granule of cereal, yogurt, soda, the whole junk food aisle, whatever. There's everything, my friends. So what I feel about this is, well, what are you choosing? Just as you choose what you put in your body, you choose what you watch on the television, you choose what you listen to on the radio or in your phone, your car, you choose who you invite in your life, you choose, you choose, you choose. you're opening doors every time you take a freaking step in any direction. That's a good way to look at it. In any direction. So the idea being though, when you're doing your work and you're working on your vibration, it does make it harder to eat certain foods. Mm-hmm. It does make it harder to watch certain programs. It does make it harder to let toxicity in your life. So why would we let an entity or other being in? The thing is, sometimes we can't tell when we do. That, that's so true until you start being aware of, of how you, you feel, uh, being aware of, gee, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of down right now. Um, yeah. where, where did that come from? And I, uh, to be quite honest with you, Janet, and with everybody listening, uh, I, I used to work with ghosts a lot. Uh, I gave ghost tours. With that said, I did not see the ghosts. Many of my uh, clients and, and participants saw the spirits wandering the streets around me. I never did. And some of them were very afraid. And I realized at that point in time, you know what? I am opening up to the possibility of negative energy that spirits, whatever, would be coming and um you know this is supposed to be a fun time i don't want knowing also that these entities could kind of attach themselves to you if it was allowed and if you didn't know that the possibility was there it would be kind of hard to um protect yourself if you didn't even know it was there right yeah so what i I found myself doing because, hey, you know me, I, it, uh, it's all about fun. And, and this had to be a good time. And the rave reviews I got, I showed everybody a really good time. It was wonderful. Um, and the stories were, were just great. But I found myself always laying a protection around. Um, and, and, The protection was around me and everybody who was on my tour. And the children, the children are more observant, maybe, or more sensitive. So they kind of went into kind of a panic. Yes, I I want the ghost, but is this going to be scary? Are they going to come? Are they going to attach themselves to me? I said, no, these are just stories, guys. If you want scary, you have to go somewhere else. These are the stories. And besides that, I'm wearing this outfit, a very special outfit to protect myself and all of you as we go through. So we are all protected. I love it. And intention. Yeah. And you have held that intention too for self and others. 
And that power of the mind, power of the energetic field, absolutely you can do that. But the idea that we walk this existence, I won't say earth, I'll just say existence without entities is like pretending there's not variety. Oh, I like that. And like you say, the, the, um, going back to your, your uh, food analogy, it is a, a choice of what you put in your cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how you plug in or unplug as well. Mm-hmm. I do know a woman who uh, struggles with plugging in and unplugging. Actually, there's this also, there's one woman, Corinne Grillo. I, I saw one of her workshops one time and she, uh, she drew a picture and she calls it the energetic dick <laughs> and shows how as empaths will like plug into something or someone and not know how to unplug. And, you know, what are those boundaries? You know, we, we can sit here and learn those boundaries in this physical world. It can be as simple as like telling someone, no, that behavior is not okay anymore. Right. Or, you know, what are you feeding yourself? What kind of boundaries do you have with your mind, with your heart, with yourself, with who you are? So there's so many parallels that happen between this 3D reality and the external of this 3D, or I'll say the more expanded form of the 3D. Um, but ultimately, friends, the idea being this. There are entities like there are angels. There are benevolent humans and benevolent humans. It is whole that both exist. It's the duality. So for those that may be scared, you know, if I open this door, what will I be letting in? We'll listen to what Karen said. She just had an intention. I'm protected. And this is mine. And by my intention and extension, these children are also fine and safe. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's all it takes. What is your intention? If your intention is fear, oh my gosh, what I let in, like your energy is already going into another area. It's already inviting just from that fear of what you're attracting. Exactly. You, you, You attract everything that you're thinking about, the energy that you're putting out. You are attracting. So if you are too afraid to connect with your spirit for fear of the entities or the negative energy coming in and, and making a black cloud around you, which is absolutely possible. Uh Are you going to stay in that or are you going to take steps so that that does not occur? Are you going to take steps to find people to help support you so that that does not occur? I had one lady, very, very, very powerful lady. She's, boy, people loved energies. The unphysical loved to hang out with her. And she had a lot of negative energy. So there was a lot of stuff going on. But on the other hand, she also had a lot of positive energy and she was making the choice to let go of that negative energy. And so we did a visualization. And I I said, a few weeks later, how's it going? She said, Karen, it's wonderful. Every day I do this and every day has been fantastic. 
<laughs> and, and I will share with you guys what you do. You know, you get up, you get dressed in the morning and you look in the mirror, you say, wow, I look good. I look good. I'm feeling good. But there is one more piece that needs to come. And it is an invisible golden cloak that covers you head to foot. That's magical. That opens up. The weave of it opens up to allow all the love to flow back and forth. And if there is any negative energy around, the weave closes up and you are entirely protected at all times. And you just put that golden cloak over your head and don't worry, you don't even see it from inside. So you don't have to feel claustrophobic or anything. It goes around your head all the way down to your feet and it's magical and it's, it allows the love in and keeps anything negative from flowing in to you and affecting you. It's incredible because I feel like I've heard that analogy before and it's so true. It's just what you picture, what you believe is. Well, it, it, our, our, our imaginations, our uh, visualizations, our, our minds are magical, amazing things that will affect our energies around us. And after all, we are all energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. And that's the thing, you're communicating with the quantic field. Mm-hmm. The field is real, guys. Go look up Hasim or Nassim Haraim and go look up Bohr and Einstein. The field is real. And even they say with our human perception of focal ability with the eyes, we, we see less than 4% of what really is in front of us. You see less than 4% than what really is in front of you. Let that sink in. Let we that. can, we can change that though. Can't we? We can, we can change it. You can, you can develop your senses more. Absolutely. But keeping the environment for yourself is important. Now let's, I'm hearing, I've heard this like three or four times. I need to bring this up. Um, I don't want to forget it. I don't think they're gonna let me forget it. <laughs> yeah. For bring it the, on, girl. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you, for those of us that have had an entity attach, come forward, present, there is no judgment. There is no need to have guilt. There's no need to be hard on yourself or why me or how did this happen? When did I let it happen? No differently than, you know, I went to, to college one day and was like, hey, you know, I don't ever have to cook again for my mom and blah, 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 blah. And I lived off of cookies and orange juice for like three months and got sick. I just decided on the day that I was sick, it was time to make a change. I chose that day. I didn't realize that this had been manifesting for some time. And I was eating these lower vibrational foods and like not eating anything else, literally. Okay. That was just my diet for months. Um, I didn't realize I wasn't paying attention. I didn't go back in time. Sometimes we have this tendency to want to always go heal it, go find it, go find the event, the day that you decided. And yes, there's great healing in that sometimes. And even getting the root source of why sometimes, but it is also just as empowering to decide, you know what? 
today, right now? The decision, I am doing it now. I'm making this choice. I'm making the decision that change starts today. Yeah. Right and for those of us who have entities who have attached or have had experience with them, most of the people that I have met in that scenario or who I've come into contact with, you heard that friends, right? I come into contact with people like this. I'm not scared that I'm going to take on their entities. So I don't. Yeah. Exactly. But when I have, there has been one common theme, and I'm hearing to share this too. They were giving their power away. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think about that every time that you have allowed a former parent, a person, an ex-partner, an aggravating neighbor, sibling, former best friend, who you've allowed to take up spiritual real estate in your body mental real estate in your mind. The entity is very similar. There is no judgment. There's just expansion and learning from what transpired. So truly my friends, it's whole. The entity is just as whole as you are. And the fact that it came into life is as well. There's no judgment. However, I do recognize present day where I used to bubble up. I think since there's so many spiritual books out there that tell you bubble up, bubble up, bubble up. I now live more from the world of, I am the goddamn bubble. I, I am the burst I of light. It. I am friends. I am. So I don't think I really started to take ownership of that until I moved into my current place and realized that the person who lives below me is a healer. The person who lives next door is a healer. The person, a healer, the person who lives upstairs is like a lovely, lovely protector. So I, and behind me is an incredible view. So I realized, holy shit, I really do walk what I believe. I really do bring that bubble of light and it is not small because it clearly expands way into the next door neighbor's place. It goes where I go. It is me. I am. So no need for them to come hang out. Have I had one hang out with me one time in the last year? Yes, I have. In January, right after I said yes to working with my mentor. See, listen to that. Right after I said yes to fast tracking my growth on this spiritual journey at like two or three in the morning, I woke up and I saw a goblin trying to squish my head and, there, and they were trying to intimidate. And it was the first time I ever said, get out of here. Just, I know you exist no differently than I know that some pain in the neck person who was a former anyone, neighbor or whatever, an acquaintance, anything that could have been in the past, an aggravating customer when I was waiting tables, whatever, out. You just don't have a space here with me, but there was knowing that this is my space, my body, my being, I am gone. So friends, there's no judgment on any of this for any of you who may have had entities in the past, but the challenge is choosing again, Karen's motto, (laughs) choose again. Choose. It's all about choice. And honestly, I've had, I've had it sometimes. Sometimes I'll drive by a certain place, a building, a cemetery uh, at a certain time of the evening. And 
I get home and I say, whoa, look at that. All right. Hmm. This is an energy that is not uh, enjoyable. It's not healthy. It's not helpful. And whoever you are, you are not welcome. And I know that if I walk in my house feeling this way, feeling, allowing this energy to come in with me, I'm going to infect my house, infect my home where I live with my husband and sleep. Yeah. Do I want that? No. So before I leave my car, I open the car door and I say, it's time for you to leave. It is time for you to leave. You are not welcome. You're not welcome in my home. You're not welcome attached to me. You are not welcome in my car. Get out. Yeah. And I give it a minute, 30 seconds. And I get out and then I notice. I become aware. Has that feeling shifted? Has the presence shifted? And invariably the answer is yes. So I can go into my home knowing that I am not going to infect my home or my husband with anything that is not going to be beneficial. Yeah. And if you did by chance. Mm -hmm. There are other things that you can do. (laughs) Reach out to us. We'll guide you through it or, you know, do what your intention, what it, what would be your intention to be served, but it, stepping into the fear friends, that'll just create more of the problem. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that. Stepping into the fear will create more of the problem. Allowing that fear. Yeah. Allowing that. Yeah. Take over. And then, you know, and I'd like to take it a step further. I used to invite stuff around me all the time when I was younger. I bet you did. You are a good inviter. (laughs) Oh, well, the other thing for me personally, for me personally was my sister loved scary movies. She's going to love that. I'm talking about her. I'm sure. But she loved scary movies and she was very experimental. She's a scientist. Okay. She's has like a brilliant woman, very experimental. And so she would force me to watch like the exorcist with her. Today, we laugh about this. Okay, guys. And she'd like hold me down, arms and legs around me, forcing me to look at the TV. She'd to watch. I was three, four, four, four or five years old. And before I knew it, stuff was visiting me at night. So think of how many of us out there who are maybe aware, maybe not so consciously aware that we're powerful creators, manifestors, and projecting this hologram for ourselves based off of what we experience. Think of also like, you know, the poltergeist that you create from watching something that might not serve you, or even like, think about this. Oh, think about this. A couple of years ago, I was doing research about what the most popular podcast in America was. And I think it was something called like true crime. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And It was incredible because I thought, wow, as a collective, this is what is valued. Yet we're also surprised at the amount of crimes that happen. Isn't it bizarre? 
It's so bizarre. Yeah. And even to go further with that, actually, I remember reading a post on social media one time that an old classmate of mine, his aunt and his uncle were two of the characters that a story was told about. Oh my. And then I realized, wow, we're sensationalizing, sensationalizing. Am I saying that right? Um, true events, people's actual family, resurfacing their pain. And it's incredible that this level of torture is created by us for us. So similarly, friends, just like I mentioned at the analogy of the grocery store, what else are you feeding yourself? Because you're feeding it to everyone else as well. Mm -hmm. I, I interviewed somebody on my other podcast uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and we were talking not about entities at all, but his experience with problem co-workers and all, we only have control over ourselves and our energy goes out into the world and affects everybody around us, affects the air around us that goes off and affects people that we may not even see. Our energy is so strong. So it's kind of important to be aware and, and recognize what we can control. Yeah. The only thing we can control is ourself. Yeah. So he went in with the problem coworker saying, you know what? I'm not changing her. I got to change me. Yeah, that is how it works. And that is how it works. And, and they, the coworkers became very good friends. And there's so many physical theories and principles involved in that. Even if you, let's assume you're not a believer, which mm -hmm. is fine. If you're not, no judgment on me or you or no whatever. Judgment. Yeah. The idea is this, whatever your molecularly structured to be, whatever your vibration is, whatever drama or beef or freedom you have, you will reflect into your 3D reality, into the hologram. It'll be projected back to you. I'll give you an example. My, a lot of my, those, and many of you know, a lot of my work personally has been around the parents, right? The parents are your biggest paradigm for most. They come in with most of the things that we will program with and we will learn, spend much time unlearning sometimes or indoctrinating, doesn't matter. And so for me, I've been unlearning and the more healing I've done, the more healing I've done, the more healing I've done. I used to always want an apology and I never got it. Mm -hmm. And finally, when I truly got to a place of, holy cow, I don't need the apology. All of this served me. I am who I am present day as a result. I can see what I've done with it. I can see what I've used with it. I can see what I've become with it. I can see what I do here next with it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Last year, my mom did give me an apology. And then on Sunday, my dad did. And what's incredible is it didn't shift me at all because I had already done enough work but I will tell you what was fascinating about it from like the observant standpoint is it was kind of like the cherry on top. I had already made my own ice cream. 
my own whipped cream. I was indulging in the fucking sprinkles on the banana. You get what I'm saying? Like all of it. There. But just hearing it was just like God singing, sending a little like ding. And so it is. <laughs> it, it was something that was desired, but it was desired out of, I need to control you. Oh, absolutely. For and you. Now, now it's like, yeah, I got it, but I gave up that desire to control you. It needed to come from you when and if you were ever ready. And mm-hmm. it's appreciated, but it's not needed. It wasn't needed. However, I did use it as the evidence of the work I have done. Yeah. Yeah. It. It's funny. I, I did similar work on Sunday. Oh, yeah. 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 We were connected, Janet. Uh, Yeah. And it was like, I would have been, I had a plan and things weren't available. And I would have felt terrible, terrible, terrible. My plan did not come out the way I expected it to and wanted it to and insisted it had to be that way in order for it to be a good day. And just saying, well, hey, what do, we, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do instead? We, I'm happy to wait, but anyway, what do you wanna do? We're all good, we're all good. And it was so, freeing and everybody had a wonderful time on Sunday because I did not spiral down. There was no judgment about the situation. It was, hey, it's a different world we live in. And is this important enough for us to hang around for time, energy, and money? That's has it has to fulfill one of those. Is it worth your time, energy, or money? Yeah. And hey, it was for our enjoyment. So it served our energy so we could wait. Not an issue. We had plenty of time. That was not an issue. So it. Oh, it's incredible too how the environment shifts. So like related to that, related to all things, you know, the reason that we don't necessarily need these other parts to play out is the evidence of it had already been showing for some time. Yeah. yeah. It's just being aware of that evidence. Yeah. And, and allowing it to show up for you. And that is what we call whole. <laughs> Wouldn't the world be a grand place if we had no judgment? It would be friend, but it's complicated, right? Because lately, when I do have a judgment on something or someone or scenario or a spider or whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> I've been having more fun playing the game. Well, of, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is interesting to see about myself. What is this about? Hmm. Where do I judge this on my in my life, in my world? And, yeah. and that, that's, that does, it makes it fun. 
it makes it fun to, to play the game, to recognize, to learn, to grow. Um, and, and just when I talk about judgment, not judging yourself, but learning, growing, yeah. noticing, and, and being able to say, okay, okay, so this judgment is affecting me. And maybe other people with the energy I'm putting off about it. But, uh, you know, I learned from it. So I don't need to have this judgment about it anymore because I have reframed the way to look at it for me. Oh my gosh, that's too cool. So the energy is not going out in anything but a loving way. I love that you said that. I'm so, like we earlier moments ago, we were talking about you only, we see less than four, we see less than 4%. And now think of the infinite perspectives that you can see. Yeah. yeah. Just by taping, taking a step back. Yeah. So my friends, thank you for joining us for another everyday wholeness show. And and recognize that you are whole simply by the fact that we can learn, we can grow, we can honor ourselves and be happy. Thank you, my friends. So much love to you.